You're listening to the Mobcast Network. General Dodonna, Commander Sato, Captain Cinderella. At last we meet in this theater of war, however briefly. There is no escape and your forces are badly outnumbered. This uh, rebellion ends today. We'll never surrender to you, Thrawn. You misunderstand, Captain. I'm not accepting surrenders at this time. I want you to know failure, utter defeat, and that it is I who delivers it crashing down upon you. Now, let us proceed. Welcome to My Star Wars Life, a look at news, reviews, and other happenings from a galaxy far, far away. Here are your hosts, Scotty and JD. Welcome to My Star Wars Life, Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. Wait, not where? Are they coming? <laughs> I think they're coming. Uh, we're, well, I'm screwed because <laughs> you know <laughs> Jedi, right? <laughs> they don't like you. They don't like me. They don't even know what I am. Good because I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, which doesn't exist in Star Wars, Scotty. And uh, I'm s- sitting across from the table by our j- resident Jedi master, JD Vertries. Good evening, mm-hmm. Master Vertries, Master Jedi. Master Jedi. So. Jedi. Um, we're gonna theme this episode. Dun dun dun. Theme or score? Because I don't write music well at all. We're gonna theme it. Okay. It okay. has a theme. Um, today today's episode is all about speculation. There's some really interesting things that we don't know a lot about right now in Star Wars coming up, and I just want to talk about the what ifs, the possible legends connections, or whatever else we can come up with. The what ifs from the planet speculation. <laughs> what ifs from the planet speculation? Could be in the unknown regions. You don't know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's what little General Hux found. Oh God! How he's four? How is he a general? <laughs> well, sorry. I mean, when your when your dad's mad, I moody. What are you gonna do? I, I mean, mean, you can you, do what you, you want, but <laughs> I would imagine, you know, in the aftermath books, you know, he's. They leave to go to the unknown regions to do to build the first order, and so he's just kind of like the son of whatever, and so kind of grandfathered in. He's like he's like the prince, and they just like you're a general now. <laughs> but I mean, with all respect to Mister Gleason, he looks twelve in in Force Awakens. So does Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren like this, like right. two, it's like two twelve year olds. Is like I'm the boss. No, you, Dad. I mean, Donald looks. Older as Bill Weasley in the last Harry Potters than he does as General Hux, what, eight years later? Is this the same guy? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's Bill Weasley. I didn't realize it was Bill Weasley. Yeah, it's also Mad-Eye Moody, uh, Brendan Gleeson's son. <laughs> what? Look at there. Should have remembered The Rock. Yeah, should have. Because that was also him. Oh, really? From Braveheart. From Braveheart. He was also the sheriff in Lake Placid. <laughs> you are a fan. Brandon. Well... Yeah. It's okay. Movies. Right. So, um, <laughs> we're going to visit the what-ifs of planet speculation. <laughs> and so, I wanted to start off with, um, so Disney is opening a Star Wars theme park. Can I just say woot? Yeah, I'm excited. And, and I wish it was 
no, nah, I don't care that it's not 20 years ago. I'm still going. No, I'm still going. <laughs> exactly. And so now they've got a couple of things going in both parks right now. Uh, they changed Space Mountain into Hyperspace Mountain, which is basically the same thing with Star Wars sounds and TIE Fighters. I really, really, really hope that they refurbish it because I worked at Disney. I've seen it with its lights on. I don't ride Space Mountain. It's a frightening prospect. I think it's it has a complete. It's not a redesign, but a redo. They've done a lot of stuff to it. I so mean, I, I mean, I know it's Disney, and I know Disney safety is like absolutely their top priority right. of the parks. But it's scarier with the lights on. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> think of that old wooden roller coaster on Coney Island that you right. see to get destroyed in every movie well, it's ever. Been there. It's been there for a long time. So, and so. like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not besmirching Disney. No, I know they they keep it safe. I, I, I tell you one thing. It's scary. I, I, I trust Disney. Um, you worked at Disney World. Yes. Okay. So I went to Disneyland in the last couple of years, and the cool thing about Disneyland is that they have. Um, the Abraham Lincoln animatronic thing mm -hmm. that's been run. It's the same one. It's been running since the fifties or right. the early sixties. Right. So, you know, I think it's the early sixties. So, you know, we're talking 50 years of this thing, you know, 50 year t Terminator technology. Right. <laughs> that's still working. So I'm good with it. Yeah. Well, I'm good with it. I, every time I go to Disneyland, I go, I go to see that cause it marvels. I've never been to Epcot. So I've never seen the hall of presidents, I have a mm -hmm. thing for presidents, and so sweet. At but I would love to see that too. So yeah, I worked in the uh, so I was I was special. I was a tour guide, and back then it was the Disney MGM Studios. Now it's Hollywood Studios. Right. This was a long time ago, uh, in a state far, far away. In a state far, uh, not from us. But I literally worked an eight-minute walk from Star Tours. So, like, every day at lunch, I'd eat lunch, go do Star Tours, because free. Right. <laughs> Just because. Oh, yeah, I don't mind you. And so, no, I'm stupid excited about Star Wars Yeah, Land. Star Tours is actually getting an update, too, because I think it's getting an update this year um, right. for Rogue One. Because it had one for Force Awakens. Yeah, it has, it? it has one for Force Awakens. Um, the last time I wrote it, you could go to Jakku. Oh, cool. And so... The weird thing about Space Mountain, and I guess this is the fun and weird thing, is that that it, it it's different every time, mm -hmm. and so depending on when you ride, it's which one you see. Right. And so I, I, for the the last time I wrote it, I got to see Hoth for the Space first Space Mountain or Star Tours. Star Tours, excuse me, Star okay. Tours. Sorry. I was like, wait a minute. So you're right. Thank you. Star Tours. Um, the last time I wrote it, I got to finally see Hoth. Oh, cool. Which is literally cool. Yeah. And nah. <laughs> nah, I made a pun. I see what you did there. Okay, all right. So. Uh, it was awesome. The other thing I thought was cool, and this is not a Star Wars thing, but I want—I I don't know if they do that experience with the Star Wars characters. But so I met Thor. Oh yeah. So you know you can meet the Disney princesses uh -huh. and the characters. I met Goofy, and Goofy was fun, but he didn't right. talk. Thor comes out, and he's all Thor. Right. I mean, he's all Thor. He's <laughs> like, he's you, and it, it's not like you meet the prince. You know, like you you say in the line, oh look, the princess. There's a picture. Right. I mean, there's that aspect of it. Yeah. No, no, you're teleported to Asgard. They have this whole experience that you you walk into this room, and the room doors open, and you're in Asgard, and he's there's a. There's a throne and Thor shows up and uh, the hammer is uh, sitting on the the ground and it's got a magnet so right. he can only pick it up and he tries to get kids to pick it up and so that's awesome. So 
I know Kylo Ren does th- th- something similar, but I think it's just pictures. And someone can tweet me uh, or you know, Pezzy Fed. I, I kind of want to know. Yeah. For Thor, I'm a grown man, and I still got that experience. I mean, he talked to me as if I had, you know, uh, you know, as he, if he was Thor and yeah. I was Scotty, and it was awesome. Yeah. I had. Um, at the time, we were carrying. I we were as in me carrying the mop doll, the, our mascot. I had a doll that I, I carried around like a flat Stanley, and so he looked at her and was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "This is mop from Lind- Limbo." And he's like, "I don't know this realm." And I'm like, "Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for playing along." <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah. So, uh, well, I, I f- kind of want something like that for Star Wars. I think they already do something similar because i've seen videos on facebook or on the internet where like there was a an adorable little four or five year old girl that was dressed as ray and they had first order stormtroopers oh yeah just, yeah just you know and like the you know you know kylo wants to see her bring it bring bring the girl to kylo and they and they were escorting her through the park right, right. she was just they um they do that uh a, f- a friend of mine from town her son I think he dressed up as Vader or something, mm-hmm. and he got escorted. I've seen video of that. They have, that and that's something they do, and that's yeah. cool. But I would like to see, like, um, you know, Kylo interact, or, or or Boba Fett would be cool. Yeah. Vader would be cool. Um, anything. I, anything. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, sure, now, I think, though... You're gonna get a lot of that when this opens. Oh yeah, I think so. I, I think hope it's gonna be. I hope it. I hope it is. Cause I know there's supposed to be characters and stuff walking around, photo ops and things like that. Right. That's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited about that. I mean, hell, I tell you what makes me jealous. I never ever wish I was eight years old again until I go to Disney and watch that Jedi Padawan training stuff. Oh yeah. So you know they've got little kids and they you know they pick a bunch of them to be Jedi training and they they teach them how to fight mm-hmm. with little plastic lightsabers and then Vader and stormtroopers show up and they duel them and it's oh yeah. and, and Darth Maul shows up and I'm like they never had this when right. I was little. Well, I mean they had the Indiana Jones thing where they would get one or two people to right. sort of participate. I mean now granted this was a while ago right. Um, but yeah, no, it's. You know what? Speaking of speculation, and we want to talk about things we want to see in the park. Yeah, I think you should totally be able to, like, you know, for a hundred extra dollars, which at that point is dropping the bucket going to Disney. Uh, I'm gonna put a bounty on my friend, and then like at some point during the day, <laughs> one of the bounty hunters shows up and takes him to the, you know, jail or the 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 cells, which then turns out to be a restaurant or something. All right. You know? Or, you know, That'd be cool. That would be very cool. Like, you're just in the middle of a ride, and all of a sudden you feel something on the back of your neck, and Boba Fett's standing there. You're coming with me. <laughs> uh, what now? <laughs> I would be like, cool. Yeah, yep. sure. <laughs> yep. Um, they're supposed to be a life-size AT-AT. Correct. Yep. Because the one at Hollywood is not like, it's big, but it's not it's like, big, yeah. but it's not authentic, like, like to scale. Right. So this is supposed to be like authentic to scale. And I think you're supposed to be able to go into it, cool. which would be awesome. I'm not sure about that, though. but, but if not, that's what they should do. They also should have a Millennium Falcon you should go into. They should, yes. You should be able to make the jump to light speed from the cockpit. Right. Because that's all. see the lights I, go. Yeah, all I want to do is just grab it and then pull, pull to the lever. Pull it, but then you have to hit somewhere. Right. <laughs> you look at your friend. What did you do? I don't know. I didn't do anything. It's not my fault. <laughs> I just want to be Lando at 9 <laughs> 
I do. <laughs> I love nine numb. Need some boogers running down the face, and you're good to go. No, 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 no. Are you a muppet? No, no, no. Don't worry, my friend's down there. You have that shield down on time. I know that's a real language. I just don't know it because it's like some African language, Kenyan or something. Oh, it. I, yeah, it really is, and so. I believe it's a form of Kenyan, and if I'm correct, and I'll double check the research before I, and I'll put it in the show notes, he was an the guy who who speaks that real part was an intern for Lucasfilm uh-huh. or at Pinewood, one or the other, and they you're from a funny place, let's just you talk. Oh gosh! <laughs> so he ended up becoming um, the the voice of Nine Numb. When they showed it in Kenya, uh-huh. the Kenyans loved it. Because no one represents them, so they're all like, right. they're all like, we love Celestines. <laughs> well, they had the gods must be crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would think that was Kenya, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Somewhere in Africa. Yeah. Anyway. Um, or or New Zealand. It may be a New Zealand film. You know what? Yeah, I think you're right. It's been a long time since I've seen the gods. Long time since the gods must be crazy. But um, what else I would like? I would love personally. Would love to see some sort of Cloud City thing. Yeah. If you could put your friend in carbon free, you know, you could end the, 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 the smoke, <laughs> just the effect. That would be, I was thinking more along the lines of you're sitting at a restaurant and it looks like you're in the clouds, but, <laughs> but you want to imprison people, which I can't no, really no, say no, anything. No. I just tried to do that too, but. Oh, oh you, you can get two lightsabers and just reenact the duel. Oh, yeah. That's the fan experience I want. I, uh, you know what I want to see? You know, as a father of of three um, kids that are hard to wear out, I want a giant, giant sandbox. We'll call it Jakku. We'll call it <laughs> Tatooine, whatever. And like once every four hours, like from underneath the sand, they release a metal ring. And if a kid finds it, he gets a prize. <laughs> as long as he runs up and says, look, sir, joints. <laughs> I mean, but that'll keep them busy for hours. <laughs> Mom and I can go have like a nice dinner, you know, <laughs> looking the sand. Right, right. <laughs> Go find it. Get a free, we're gonna, get we're, a free stormtrooper helmet. Whatever. We're gonna go eat at Ben's hut while you go look for droids. <laughs> Keep looking. There's clues there's, in there. There's something. Blue parachute over to the side. <laughs> oh, what uh, what other fun st- stuff? Uh, there's obviously gonna be a cantina. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. So, other things that are common, like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of things they would take that they've already got and and like they're doing from Space Mountain to Hyperspace Mountain. Right. You know, they've got the Tower of Terror. Well, what kind of free fall thing could you do in Space well, Star Wars? It. Oh, <laughs> all right. You get your cut, hand cut off and free fall. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tower of Terror is becoming uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it? Yeah. Some sort of Guardians of the Galaxy free fall drop. So the Twilight Zone's moving out and then they're... Which is... <laughs> Makes sense. It it does. Don't get me wrong. It's sad to see that go. I, I never wrote it. Did you not? No. I have a thing about those dropouts. Oh, it was great. Oh, yeah. I, I, I understand it. I, <laughs> I, I, I get it. I, I don't do... I don't do rides anymore anyway, Just but I, the droppy rides, I'm yeah. like, mm, nope, nope, nope. No, I, uh, I'm more, I'm at the age where I'm like, I like the experience. I don't need to write it. I've, you know, I, you know I, I went through a phase where I wrote everything. Yeah. And I've, I've done it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not like, I mean... I was at a, another theme park and I had, they had one of those free falls, 
and um, I don't like the pressure my mind builds up to what the ride's going to be. <laughs> That's more terrifying than the actual drop. The actual uh, yeah, right, the, the so psychological the, aspect. Oh, I just, fall. And so every time I see those things, my brain goes, no, you're not going to ride it because these are all the things that could go wrong. <laughs> oh. like, they're safe until that guy rides it. Right. Uh, the last time we went, we took the kids, I want to say about five years ago was the last time we went, which means we're due. Uh, and we went to the Animal Kingdom, and they have, what is it, uh, Everest? Not Everest. What's the mountain ride they have in there? I have never Matterhorn. Matterhorn. Everest. Pikes Peak. Who knows? <laughs> uh, anyway, it's it's their big roller coaster right. in Animal Kingdom. And if you haven't, the Himalayas. Wherever the where's the Yetis? What are you, where are Yetis? <laughs> the Himalayas. Okay, so it's the Himalayas. Right. So you you get to the top, and you obviously. I don't think I've ridden this one. You get to the top, and then it starts going backwards. And you can't see where you're going. Oh, that's cool. And uh, so my wife was like, huh, nope. <laughs> and uh, the twins were three, so they couldn't ride it. So Savannah was eight, my daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want to do it. And she's like the whole – and we got there at the perfect time. There was there was no wait. Right. We walked right up. And we got on the ride. We did the ride. We got off the ride. Got back on the ride. Uh, did the ride. Cool. Got off. I mean, we. I think we did it six times so in a you row. Could, you could do that with Star Wars and make it Hoth and have Wampas instead of Yeti. So, um, now if they don't mind taking ideas from another park that's also in Orlando, <coughs> right? Like Universal. Uh, have you been to Harry Potter World? Mm-hmm. Have you the 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 dragons that they can fly? Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I I rode the twin. Okay, so let me clarify. I have not been to Harry Potter World, but I okay. I was, it was a Fantasyland place beforehand. Uh-huh. I was there. They were building Harry Potter World last time I went to, um, and I rode the twin dragons. Okay, and that's fun. So what if we did uh, X Wing versus Tie Fighter? They have right. Uh, they have you know dogfight. Oh, that would I'm be riding that. Oh, I'm I'm with that. Today. I'm with that. Um. You know, because that might get me out of retirement. <laughs> I mean, can you? I mean, it would be awesome. You're if you're on the you're on the X-wing side, and the whole time it's like whop 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 when you're behind the tie right. fighter trying to shoot it, and the the entire time you can't hear anything if you're on the tie fighter side because you just get mm-hmm. the whole time. <laughs> just but without the Doppler effect, right? You're in it, and it just I, it'd be fun. Y'all should do that <laughs> if you're listening. And you know Disney listens to our podcast. Yes. Well, CIA does. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can't wait. So it's 2019, 2020? I think 2019 is when it's supposed to open, like fully. I think it's they're using this year and next year to build everything. Up, and, yeah. then 20, and so that makes me spe- speculate that Star Wars Celebration, which is not happening next year, mm-hmm. it's happening ni- 19 for Episode Nine is going to be in Anaheim because it makes sense to me to have their Star Wars celebration and debut your Star Wars land at the same time. That would be ideal. So I think it's going to be in Anaheim. Okay. So That would be awesome. We, we can go to that one? We can go to that one. Let's go to that one. We got two years to plot. Okay. Especially if I like the you know, Orlando. Right. Speaking of Star Wars celebration in Orlando, I'm going! Woo-hoo. And Stephanie's going, and our friend Paul, who helped us cover Pensacon, I think he's going. Um, I want you to go, but... Yeah, I can't. The logistics of that is not good this year, but it will be the, in the future. We'll in a couple of years, it will be a lot easier. We will we will make sure we bring him back presents. <laughs> uh, but for a minute now, we're going to run this in. So, 
So we are going to be at the official 501st Bash. Awesome. Which has Weird Al playing, which I think is groovy. Double awesome. So uh, and it's supposed to be like a. It's not like a concert setting. It's like a like a ballroom in a in a hotel. Yeah. So I hope to get up. I hope I hope I can get a picture with Weird Al. I'll be like. I'm sure. You I think so. I think I'm cosplaying for the event. Okay. I think if I can get it together in time, I am. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Stephanie is... That's awkward. That's a weird costume. Uh, yeah, I'm totally going to Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie's decided that she wants to go as Ray, and so we have a friend who has a Ray costume, and so she's going to borrow the Ray costume awesome. and be Ray. Okay. Well, I'm a dopey kind of guy that really, outside of Jabba and this, you know, the six-breasted dancer, <laughs> I don't really think there's a Star Wars character for me. I think you have less facial hair. Right. <laughs> Garna del Garna. And... And while he's not a big guy, I think I could pull it off and be kind of funny. I want to be Pablo Hidalgo. Okay. Just get a hoodie and some like glasses and a mug. There you go. <laughs> and just be Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah. I think that's my plan. I I have the same issues when it comes yeah. to cosplaying. I, right. I, I don't I don't want to. This is the thing I've talked to my wife about. I was like, I don't want to cosplay outside my body type. Right. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna make a good Wolverine. You know, <laughs> just won't do it. <laughs> And, and 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 don't get me wrong. I think there's. I mean, there's great schools of thought about it. Absolutely. You, you know, if you feel like you should do it, do it. There's I'm not. I'm not. Sh- I'm not saying don't. Right. I'm saying do what you want to do. I'm right. saying my. Oh, I'm saying we. Yeah, we're both bigger guys, and so right. it's like. But however, I think I'm going to kingpin the crap out of cosplay this year. Oh, you could. You could totally rock kingpin. Totally rock kingpin. So, um, if I was shorter, I could go as as Morgan. Or <laughs> actually, because uh, at QuestCon this year. And I, I know we're getting off Star Wars, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, my twins are actually going as Goten and Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, which is awesome because they act just like them anyway. And I, I don't know if you've ever watched Dragon Ball Z, but they're little pitas, pain in the butts. And, uh, just like your children. Right. So, uh, and they already know the fusion dance and everything. And I thought the fusion dance. if I'm, if I, I'm trying to decide if I'm willing to do this or not. I'm thinking about painting myself pink and getting a genie costume, and I'll be Boo, who they actually fight, and walk around fighting them all over the con. Nice. Kind of funny. Nice. I just don't know if I could paint myself pink and put so, a stocking on my So, head. I threatened to do it this year for um, celebration, and I just couldn't get it together. I don't cosplay. I don't. It's not. I'm not at a level of fandom where I'm like it's it's not for me kind of thing. Right. Part of it is the body type, you know, and so maybe I can get a little fitter. Who knows. But so I was in Hobby Lobby last year getting some frames or something. And while I was getting, waiting to whatever I got framed, getting framed, I found out they had upholstery furniture. Okay. And I know this is weird, but, but one of the colors was this weird kind of creamy brown. Okay. That looked just like the Zuckus coat from the Kenner action figure. So when he was Forlom. Yeah. And I'm like, I totally want to cosplay as the Kenner Forlom. Totally do that. I would, you know, with, you know, and the so. French coat. With it, yeah, so yeah. get someone to make the coat out of that little fabric. Yeah. He wears basically pajamas underneath. <laughs> the the <laughs> tough part would be, and he's got a really interesting weapon. Yeah. The tough part was making the helmet. But since we're getting the mop puppet, the guy who's making that for me, uh, I have been told can make a mean mask. Yeah. I think for 2019, I think I'm going to dress up as a Kenner action figure. Nice. I 
think I'm going to make it happen. That'd be awesome. So that's my dream. So yeah, out there, if you've not done that, you should try to do it. I, I, I saw one, what inspired me outside seeing the, the cape was there's a little girl who dressed up like um, the Kenner action figure version of Bespin Leia. And so if you remember when you were kids, the the, the they had the vinyl capes. Yeah. So she had this vinyl oh, cape. Yeah, uh, oh, and I'm like, if I find that picture, I'll put it in the show notes. I, I don't know who she is, but Adorable. I was like, that is a great call. Co- I mean, just as a fan of Kenner Toys, I'm like, ah, that's yeah. amazing. I love that whole idea. Of course, you know, we both could put on X-Wing uh, and go as Jack Parkins. We could, we could, we could Jack Parkins a lot. Or or get an ice cream maker and go as the the uh, the guy from uh, Empire Strikes Back on Cloud City when he's <laughs> – uh, Will Will Hood. Or – I mean, I guess I could shave and shave my head and get a weird, like, cape for my face. I don't know what else you'd call the headdress that the uh, Jabba's keeper or the Rancor keeper. Oh, yeah, yeah, the hood. <laughs> yeah. Um, my face Malayic cape. or Malachi or whatever. Yeah. And just cry. <laughs> 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 if we get someone to be like the Nick dude. <laughs> that was solaced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I only speak one. Actually, I I only speak two four, uh, fictional languages. Uh, the other one being Huttese. Ah. So I speak a little Huttese. Oh, oh. <laughs> I can laugh in Huttese. Daywana Wanga. Daywana Waigo. Daywana Waigo. Tejuda! Daywana Wanga. My. Daywana Waigo? Bato! We. We bring a message to your master, Jabba the Hutt. Day Jabba Wonka. Nay Jabba no Bada. Is I Oto. Is it Kato Omoti? Nichada so goody. No cha! Nichada so goody. Yeah, sure too. Uta Guta Solo, which is um Rodian. Is it Rodian or Huttese? I think it's speaking Huttese. I think it's I think because I think Huttese is like what is like it's like common or yeah, basic. There's galactic basic, basic and, and Huttese are like the two biggest languages yeah. out there. So, and then probably Rylothian. Yeah, probably. Probably. But I think most Twi'leks speak Huttese. Right. So <laughs> I don't know. And and of course they they also speak with their uh, Liku Leku. Yeah, their Leku. So. I don't know. Crazy! <laughs> I know a total of one language, and not that well. So Mark Hamill announced that he's coming to the Star Wars Celebration. Woot woot. Uh, he's doing two panels. One is a tribute on Friday to Carrie Fisher, which it should be fun and sad. Should be I was going to say. No, I think it'll be fun yeah. memories. and, and sure. I'm not like, yay, she's dead. I'm not, I think it's going to be fun. That it's a, it's uh-huh. a, a nice tribute to her. Absolutely. That's what I mean. And then he's doing his own panel on Sunday, which I'm probably going to miss because I think we're traveling back. Mm-hmm. Um, we have late flights, but we're just, I got autographs to get cause I got to get my hair. Right. My hair is on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming for you, Hera. Sorry. <laughs> Don't judge. Awkward. Um, so they announced, uh, Mark Hamill is also doing autographs. Yeah. $250. For, for Luke? For Luke. I mean, I, I, I see it. I know it's expensive, but he's Luke. He's the Joker. He's Cockknocker. Can I say that? <laughs> sure. Look, he he was uh, the Giver. 
Um, <laughs> last year, not last year, year before last at Center, uh, uh, Celebration Anaheim, mm-hmm. he was half that for what I was told. Was he? Yeah. So I, I, part of this I think is Tops Authentic, who's handling the autograph sessions. I mm-hmm. and so and this I'm not knocking anyone. I'm just I'm just right. putting this out there and let people debate this on their own. I'm not sure if Mark Campbell uh, actually is um, on board with. It. He's typically more fan based, like right. so you know he understands that he can pull a premium, but I don't think he tries to pull as high as he can always pull. That's what I've heard. Well, maybe he's. I mean, maybe he had to go up because when he signed his contract for Force Awakens, he agreed to be, he agreed to be paid by the line. Prescript. It right. just was like, yeah, I'll get paid. Just you know, <laughs> give me ten thousand dollars per line. And We're good. And they cut all his lines. And they're like, all right, cool. Just stare mournfully. <laughs> it's oh. like the fact that he got a bonus for not saying anything. So he's, he, he, in the interviews after Force, like he's like, I got paid twice for not saying a word. <laughs> there you go. But so. Um, Realistically, and Felicity Jones is she's too she was too she sold out. Yeah. But realistically, I understand it. Part of this is crowd control. Right. You know, you've got you can only sign so many in a day, Mm -hmm. and so you're really just kind of weeding out people who who basically true you know not I hate to say true fans, but fans who are going to spend the money to get Felicity Jones or Mark Hamill. Right. And and outside of people like me who are like, two hundred fifty is great, but I can split that up and get you know I can get. Lando and uh, Kanan. I'm I'm spending sixty for Kanan and sixty for Lando. That's right. my my kind of my cap of like how high I'll go. And the other recent announcee oh, for yeah. uh, celebration, Dennis Lawson. Yeah, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis Lawson. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna? Yeah. Gonna go so he's fi- he's fifty bucks, and I'll, and I, my plan is to get wedge. And the reason why is this: he doesn't do these right. things, and so he may never do one of these again. And I like Wedge. I mean, come on. Wedge destroyed the second Death Star. Wedge, I'm telling you, until Poe, Wedge was my boy. And Wedge is still my boy. He's right. just retired. Right. And now, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, I love Drew Brees. Right. When when he retires, he will always have a place in my heart. But I'm going to be a fan of whoever the next. The, the Poe po of the yeah, Saints. The Poe of the gonna... Saints then. So, so Wedge is, you know, out to pasture. And we got a Poe. Right. But mm-hmm. um, what not Wedge, dude. Come on. I was... I heard. I don't know how true this is. So this is a rumor alert that they offered him a part in episode seven, mm-hmm. and he turned it down. That's. I actually. I read an article about that. Now could have been fake news. Right. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> fake news. But uh, yeah, it said he was just like, uh, you know, I was flattered, but yeah, I don't want to. I don't. I left that life. Yeah, I. Th- you know, I, I left th- that world I think, a long ago. I think he's like Harrison. I until Force Awakens. It's funny. Harrison Ford has always kind of d- divorced himself from Star Wars. I don't think it was been like an adversarial relationship or anything. Right. I just don't think he understands fandom. Right. He's to him, it's a job. He had fun doing the job. He's on to the next job, and mm-hmm. he puts it. But he doesn't get the whole "Why would you want my auto?" That he doesn't get that. Yeah. He's of that school men- mentality. And then I think he saw the outpouring and just sheer love at Star at um, San Diego Comic Con mm-hmm. that. He sounds a lot different in interviews. So you, you can listen to him beforehand and then afterwards. He's a lot lighter. Is he? Part of that's age, part right. of that's some other stuff. But I think I think but there's a really definite middle beat where he's at celebrate and just I'm not celebration, but San Diego comment and just says just the crowd just go nuts. Yeah. And he's like, Okay, this is cool. <laughs> and so um 
probably it was probably because of his role in Six Days Seven Nights. But <laughs> I'm just saying. He was like, My, they will always remember me for frantic. <laughs> I should have won the Oscar in Witness. <laughs> Witness. So anyway. <laughs> So that, the, that's the two big announcements. The, uh, all the panels have been uh, announced too for the uh, convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will do a lot of the collectors one. I'm sitting, I've planned on sitting, standing in line for the Rebels one. Right. <sighs> I'm not shocked. I <laughs> because the rumor is that they're going to show episodes. Yeah. And so the finale, uh, which we can't talk about because you've not seen. You can talk about it. I don't want to spoil it we'll for talk you. About it. We'll talk about it next time. Yeah, we have to because it's amazing. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Next uh, time. Uh, well, that's a spoiler. It's amazing. So we'll okay. talk about it next, next week. Well, now I don't want to watch it. You just spoil it. I want to spoil. Can I spoil one thing? Sure. There's a moment in the. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's a moment in the episode where Kanan and Hera are separated. And they're talking to each other on a comm link, and Kanan's trying to get to Hera. There's peril all about. Mm-hmm. And she says, for the first time this season... Kanan, do you copy? <sighs> I'm getting the feeling Thrawn's actually trying to kill us this time. Oh, that is only funny because you're still alive. Now please, come home, love. And I absolutely adore... Anytime that she says, tells Kanan love, mm-hmm. I find it fascinating that we, in this series particularly, have so much death and destruction, mm-hmm. but we can't show affection. Okay. I think it's okay that Kanan and Hera are a couple. I think there are a couple. A lot of people ship them, and I'm like, I don't think you should ship them because I think there's nothing to sh- I think they're a couple. Right. I, th- I think that's just... It's just understated. It's understated. They don't kiss or anything, but they, they, they've, had, they've been close. They're, I don't think they're just good friends. I think they are a couple. Yeah. I don't... I, I'm curious why that's not a... more of a stated fact. And granted, don't get me wrong, it's a kid show, but I preface this by they blinded a guy last season right. finale. Yeah, I've got to explain to my seven-year-old who doesn't exist why Kanan can't see anymore. <laughs> well, little Mikey, <laughs> the bad mind cut his eyeballs out. Now go to bed and eat your Brussels sprouts in that order. Ugh. I'm a terrible father. That just makes for some toxic under the covers is all I'm saying. I'm just a <laughs> terrible father. Go listen to your mother. <laughs> So I don't have children or babysit other kids. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't understand them is what I'm saying. I just and, and don't get me wrong. I don't want them making out or you know. I don't need. I don't need like a really intimate scene between the right. two. I just want to be like, look, okay, they're a couple. It's great. Yeah, may just blatantly say it is what you're asking. Yeah, just you know, make it official. Make it official. Just, just make <coughs> Hanan. What would you call it? Canera. It's called Canera. Canera. They have shipped it Canera. That's Canorni. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are Kanori. <laughs> huh? I went. I went. I went another way with it. Okay. Never mind. I, I missed it. <laughs> Moving on. Or I don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Anyway, I went with Kanorni, like Kane and Hera Horny. Okay. I was just <laughs> horny, but. I know, I got you. Okay. But I just went to the next. You made me forget what I was doing. I was jumping on the other link. I got you. Once again, I don't, it's a kid show. I don't want them. To, uh, <laughs> You'd want him slowly caressing her leku while she's right, fl- flying. Right, and right. Like, yeah, she's like, okay, hold on, autopilot. Let's right, go. I don't need that. I don't need that. But I, I, I would like to show, like, 
Chopper, you have the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, this episode's all about speculation. <laughs> I bet, I bet Chopper could do the music though. <laughs> <laughs> And there goes our PG-13. That's fine. <laughs> uh, oh, no, we're still in PG-13. We haven't said curse words yet. Um, since we're shipping, you might as well say, People ship Ezra and Sabine, too. Yeah. And I don't see it. I think... I, it, and, and Well, it's because of the first couple episodes when he's like, oh, hey. Right, because he's a 14-year-old boy. And like, she's what? At that point, 16, 16, 16 or 17. I mean, yeah. they're, the, they're the closest to name. Yeah, you're right, right, right. I, I, I get it. I understand, but I'm like, like especially now in season three, like watching their personalities and stuff, I'm like, I don't see this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just, yeah, I don't want to go like, off it, another. It's like Poe and Finn. I see, that's weird. And, and uh, not that, like, that's not what I'm saying is weird, like the Poe and Finn. It's the fact that in that movie, you can totally see. Like a connection between Poe and Finn, and Finn and Ray, right? So it's like, okay, man, make up your mind. <laughs> Finn loves all. I mean, he could, and that's fine. I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I'm saying, like, you know, he kept trying to grab, you know, quit trying to hold my hand, you know, with Ray, and then, I mean, that that reunion, the the bro look was right. was intense. Oh yeah. And so I can completely understand, and both people that ship. Poe and Finn and Finn and Ray. Right. That's why I say it's weird. It's like you don't normally see that in any movie that there's a unless the movie's about some weird love triangle. Right. They also ship um is it Jess the pilot? Yeah, Jess uh and I think they Jess and Ray and Jess and someone else. But we Parva Pava, Jess Pava. Yeah. We, we we see, shoot, we see her like what twice. They were like, "It's a girl. She can go with the other yeah. girl." I mean, <laughs> that's what I think it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. If if Star Wars decides to have homosexual characters, then I'm 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 all for that. Yay, right. yeah, because they will have a gay character before they have an Indian show up. Trust me, I understand. I understand. <laughs> w- w- my people are not a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I got you. I got you. There will be no Creek Indians showing up on Tatooine. There's not. I, I get you. I understand that. So so. I'm dead. How 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 <laughs> Mado, which is hello in Creek. You learned something. I did. I, sp- I speak Hutties and cr- a little bit of Creek Muskogee, <laughs> but um, but, but I'm I'm just being I'm okay. And, and if and if it's Finn and Poe, that's great too. However, just from a storytelling te- standpoint, it just would seem wedged in. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Because, because oh, I gotta stop again. My brain just went four different directions. Because I'm still on the, I'm still on the. What would have happened if Lucas actually did put Native American culture? We would be awesome. But you, the 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 race that used the Native American language would be some kind of tracker. Oh, because he would have just ripped some stereotypes oh, straight course. out of. Look, look, look! I got you. See, honestly, look, Lucas didn't do it, but Cameron did, and made us cat people who are blue. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, that's so maybe they'll come across Pandora and, and Finn, or Spotify one. And and, and Finn <laughs> <laughs> being see what I did and, and Finn will be like, Oh, something else to love. Right. <laughs> Finn loves all that's a ten foot blue person. <laughs> it's like a furry, but does it have an in ear outie? Don't care. Doesn't care. <laughs> it's a USB port, baby. We just plug it in. <laughs> Oh my god. I love the tangent of this episode. <laughs> so, um I don't know where we were. <laughs> no, but but I'm I'm okay with the f- fact of having a homosexual character in sure. Star Wars. I'm I'm that's that's fine. I think it's progressive. I think we should We ha- However, we should establish it. Right. And so kill the speculation. Kill the speculation. Of the speculation yeah. episode. Right. So <laughs> so I don't see it as thematically as it would be it it's clearly obvious that between the way it's written, Finn and Ray. I think there's something deeper than a friendship that at least Finn wants. Well, yeah. I and I don't think that's gonna happen. Though. I don't think so either. But um, hey, Ray, you're a pilot. You can fly anywhere. Why go back? You got a family? Got a boyfriend? Cute boyfriend? None of your business. That's why. I think Poe was just really happy to not be captured. Right. And, and or dead. Or dead. So he's he's like, cause he's like. Sweet, I get to fly this TIE fighter, and you're my new best buddy because you you help me survive. I know they're like, hey, you're cute now. I don't. It doesn't seem no, but and all of the the Poe Finn is based on that look that 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 there's just that look in on Oscar's eyes, right? But it's just like, okay. oh, oh no, Poe Dameron, you're alive, buddy. So are you. What happened to you? What happened? I got thrown from the crash. I woke up at night. No you, no ship, nothing. BB-8 says that you saved it. No, no, no. It wasn't just me. You completed my mission, Finn. That's my jacket. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. Keep it. It suits you. You're a good man, Finn. Paul, I need your help. I love you <laughs> because... Either A, you're a man, or B, you brought my jacket back. But I'm gonna let <laughs> like, you keep it. Like, sweet, it's my jacket. It's my and BB-8. You know, you brought me my you brought me my ball. My, you brought me my soccer ball. Uh, let me jump off this tangent to another one real quick about okay. that scene uh, about Force Awakens. I didn't know underneath Stormtrooper ar- uh, armor was an outfit you could get from the Gap. <laughs> I thought it was a body glove. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> can't you get body glove at Gap? <laughs> that dude's got like an Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt and some and, and some slacks <laughs> and uh, some boots somewhere that are not. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I mean, we know we know people who cosplay as stormtroopers and they've got like body gloves. Right. I don't think they're like wearing stuff from the. I, I, the the first time I saw that on Force Awakens, I was like, I don't think that. I guess that's canon now. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure that. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, back to, to what you were saying, I actually had a thought when you were saying that they should establish the relationship, whatever it is. I think that might be why they don't, because right now, if they don't establish Finn having any relationship, then everybody's kind of happy because everybody can pretend it's what they want. But because it doesn't truly matter I disagree. at this I t- point over the course of and the And I'll t- t- tell you why I disagree, because I think when Lawrence Kasdan and... His son J.J. Abrams kind of put the script together. Mm. It's not on their mind. They're they're not thinking about it, right? Because they're thinking about action and beat points. They're not they're not trying to establish. All right, well, this character's gay. Well, no, no. 
that's why I'm saying that. But but I don't think they're trying to establish. Well, that guy is ambiguous, and so it'll be open to our our audience interpretation. I don't think that's a. I think what it is realistically is a happy accident with Oscar Isaac's. Right, and that's look. that's what I was trying to say. That's why I don't think. I mean, because of said happy accident, I don't think it was intentional right. on Abrams or Kasdan or even Isaac's or or Boyega's uh, part. I think the way everything was put together and the way it ended up does leave room for speculation. And at this point, with everybody that, no matter what you're attracted to, can speculate, hey, there's something in that movie for me. Well, like, I mean... And so, if they if they cut off one of those avenues in the future, then somebody's like, oh, man, I totally thought they were going to get together instead of them. So... Now, granted, I also don't think going forward in the script they're going to take any of that into consideration right. when they're writing the script. Right, so... I thought mm -hmm. let's go back 40 years and uh i just pooped my pants all right <laughs> 40 years ago <laughs> we both weren't exactly here at this oh, time we, point. well no so i pooped my mom <laughs> <laughs> weird <laughs> i mean i know how that worked but still weird um but sorry mom so let's not well, not as physically but let's just say okay. we were around 40 years ago in a, in a sentient uh, ability, non-pooping way. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a kid, mm -hmm. before I could articulate Empire Strikes Back, and definitely before I could in, uh, articulate Jedi, I really thought Luke and Leia were going to be together. Right. And then, and... Even though Han's all like, well, she's cute. I wonder if a smuggler like me and a princess like her. And yeah. Luke's all like, no, because that's just mine. Right. <laughs> and, and, even, and even the look on Han's face is like, all right, man, he's, she's yours. Right, I right, mean, right. But he's a scoundrel. Right, but, right, right. But yeah, it, it completely And then after A New Hope. And then Empire speculation turns to love for Han and Leia. I think because it, it's – even in the beginning, you, you think it's – Han's ego mm -hmm. and his bravado. Yeah, when they're in the, the in the corridor, and it's like, you know, you, you, uh, come on, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want me to leave without a goodbye kiss. I'd rather kiss a Wookiee. Range that, but something happens between the end of A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back between Luke, uh, Han and Leia. Now, part of it was probably Han coming back to save Luke. To, you know, to take Vader off his, you know, that's all we can see. Right. Is right, that, right. that Han didn't be a jerk. <laughs> right. Um, but it's very clear from scene four of Empire that there's a tension now between Han and Leia more than there was, you know, more than there was right. ever anything between Luke and Leia. And even the kiss that she plants on Luke when he's convalescing after the, the Wampa attack right. is just to rile up Han. Right. So and even Luke knows that because he, he gives him a, that smarmy, yep. So, so because I think he got played. Here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> um, I hate to do this mm -hmm. because this is I'm out of my realm and going to yours. Okay. So let me get uncomfortably out of canon. Okay. And go into legends. Let's. There was a book that mm -hmm. came out right after the end of uh, A New Hope. Okay. Called Splinter of the Mind's Eye. It was a very hard book to read. 
It's it's fun. It's a very very hard book to read. It's fun. <sighs> it's mostly about Luke and Leia because they didn't know if Hans, if Harrison Ford would come back for Empire. Mm-hmm. It was the unofficial sequel until Empire was written. It was really supposed to be the basis for the sequel. And then they got the crew back together, and then there was a draft written for Empire, and then that draft was rejected, and Lars Kasdan came in, and yeah, and then w- and we got then um, him and Irving Kirshner kind of made what the Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back, we know and love, because Irving Kirshner goes, "This is great, but it's not funny, and there's no romance, and we need all this stuff," and he makes it funny, right. makes it work. But. Uh, I will say that in Splinters of the Mind's Eye, uh, Leia and Luke are awfully close. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I may have blocked that. <laughs> well, I read it after, like, Je- I, I read it, like, later in life in Jedi. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, no, dude, that's your sister. But it's, no one knows. And it wasn't one of those situations where they didn't know yet. Right. It, it's a situation where, like, no one knew. Like, the writers didn't yeah, know. This yeah, was never absolutely. planned. And so, while I understand that Lucas had some kind of outline, I'm like, I don't think he had, like, everything. I, I hate the, I had nine, you know, I had nine episodes planned out. And I'm like, no, you didn't, dude. I, just, <laughs> I love you, George, but right. I well, don't know how much he, he he's like, I want to make nine movies. <laughs> I think uh, my Lucas turns into Yoda real quick. <laughs> Help you, Mike. <laughs> my speculation on that now, since we're speculating, would be that I think he decided. I think he ultimately decided on Luke and Leia being siblings after the success of the Vader reveal in Empire. He's like, let's have a small one in return. I really think so. Canon-wise, uh-huh. let's not talk Legends because I think it's worth it in Legends. I think it's not as worth it if they're siblings or not as of yet. Right. I may be wrong in The Last Jedi where you know, with stuff with Ben comes out and whatever. Right. But and I hate doing this because I'm not the Legends guy, but mm-hmm. I want to pull out stuff I do know and stuff I like it like. I love Leia in Dark Empire. Yeah. You know, she's pre- pregnant with Anakin and, uh, you know, the Emperor's trying to in, you go into the baby. And right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a crazy story, but it's so good. You know, <laughs> Clone Emperor shows up and it's a, Luke goes to the dark side. It's, yep. Oh, it's such a good story. Uh, we're we're going to have to do, we're going to do a podcast on like just the comics. Um, but she's so neat and so strong in that. Yeah. And, Air the the air of the Empire series too. She's the Thrawn trilogy. She's yeah. strong and 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 now from what we gather is that she's kind of stripped of all that. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I think she's still very strong, but I don't think so. In the in the Legends books, she loses. She softens a little her her headstrong because you know in the in the original trilogy she's very headstrong. Um, it's her way. She loses enough, and Han loses enough of his pride that they come together. Right. I think now, canon-wise, they didn't, and Leia has just devoted her life. But again, we don't know. You know, we'll see in the Last Jedi. Hopefully, what happens. But in that intervening time, she's been still trying to get the galaxy at peace. Here's what we do kind of know, and I don't know how canon this is. I, I haven't read the Aftermath books. 
I haven't yet. And either. so I need, I need, we need to get on that and read yeah. those. But um, I did read the propaganda book that Pablo Hidalgo did, and there's some notes and stuff all over there. And so mm-hmm. there is a photo from Leia's senatorial race after, right after the the Empire falls, so the New Republic is around. And so she runs for senator, which should be a shoe-in. Right. Because she is princess from Alderaan. She is uh, a rebellion leader. She was a senator. She was a, she was a senator. So yeah. she I mean, right? she was a senator when right. she was on the Tantive. She was a, right. So she, she experienced. Right. And all kinds of forms. And um, she loses. Because it comes out that Darth Vader is her father. Yeah. And so the scandal ruins her, which it's kind of real world, a little too real world for me. But right. Kinda, and so I don't, I'm not sure if that's Canada hadn't happened after me. I want, I really want to go back and or it's just what Pablo Hidalgo says. And, and, and I know Hidalgo, while he's in the story, what he says isn't law. Right. You know, he's just maybe his speculation, which is a weird position to be in. Sure. As a guy who's supposed to collect this stuff, I, when Hidalgo says it, I'm like, <laughs> I, it's hard to balance. And yeah. so, at the moment, until otherwise, I, I, I'm going to treat it as canon. Right. And until I find otherwise. And so, so from that, she becomes kind of a crackpot because she's the one that's saying, hey, these guys are out in space and they're rebuilding the empire. And the, and the alliances of the New Republic's like, no, it's we're good. We won. We yeah. And so that's why there's a resistance. It's not an army. Leia just basically goes and forms G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's what she does. She, she GI Joe is fighting Cobra. This is what this has become. The Resistance is not a fully sanctioned arm of the of the Republic. Right. It's it's what really is a resistance to the New Order uh, or the First Order, and but it's it's literally it became GI Joe versus Cobra, which I'm not really completely on board with. However, what it does for Leia's story, it just neuters it. Yeah. All this stuff that made her strong. So so. You know, she could have been this great leader in this rebuild. Right. They take that from her, yeah. and they make her a crackpot. Well, granted, she's right that Snoke is out there doing whatever Snoke is doing. No one believes her. She has to form G.I. Joe, <laughs> and, you know, her first recruit's like Poe Dameron. It's like, all right, you're the Duke of G.I. Joe. Come on. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it was the first. I started reading right. the Poe Dameron comics, which are great, and I am I only got, like, three or four in before I was unable to have easy access to him. So I gotta, I'm gotta. i sure there's a bunch more that I got to get. But I got the first one. I got maybe I can all, pick them up at Celebration Maybe for you. so. I'll look. Uh, but, you know, I got a couple of the first issues. I got a couple alternate covers because Poe's... I mean, I think at episode five, we've established I love Poe. Right. But this is the first comic appearance of Poe. It's the first comic appearance of BB-8. It's the first comic appearance, I believe, of Captain Phasma is in issue one or two. Um... And then the rest of Black Squadron. And it, he was sort of convinced to come in later. Right. He was, uh, but he he does some cool stuff. <laughs> well, but there's a Duros that was from the original. Uh, he was in the attack on the second Death Star. Okay, cool. So he flies an A-Wing as part of the uh, Black so fl- Squadron. So he fl- flew with his mother. Yeah. Yeah, because Poe's mom flew the. She's she's yeah. in Green Squad, right? And his dad's with Han on the Strike Force, right? So you know, yeah. Oh, and uh, Snap is in the book. 
Jess is in the book, and a bunch of other people who I'm sure <laughs> are the red shirts <laughs> because <laughs> they're not in the movie. I'm like, look at all these people going down. <laughs> uh, I'm Joe. Well, poor Joe. Poor Joe. <laughs> like this Duros, he's like, yeah, because he's like an old, he's like their mechanic. Right. But also the A-wing pilot in an X-wing squadron. Whatever. Cool. I'm down for that. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> you're going to die epically because you're the old mentor type. Right. And I haven't made it that far. I, I don't know if he has or not yet, but I just, uh, you know. Yeah, I need to go back and read. I've, I've read, like, the first half of the Darth Vader comic, uh-huh. which is amazing. I I didn't think it was going to work, but the more I read about it, it's so good. And then I read Vader Down, which is really good, too. I'm not crazy about the Star Wars single title. Mm-hmm. It, the story in it doesn't hasn't grabbed me. Yeah. And it's mainly because I think it's the era of Star Wars. I'm not crazy about between New Hope and Empire, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Whereas the stories have been told to me, I'm not really crazy about it. Yeah. I like Rebels has given me a new light on between episode three and episode four that I'm, I'm digging. Yeah. I just, how they presented between four and five, I'm not crazy about. I would be more interested in five, between five and six because I love Shadows of the Empire. I need that need to come right. back. We need Shadows to be we canon. Need shadow, shadows need to become cam- canon again. Um, Command Dash Wendar, Shizor, and Guri. Just mm-hmm. come on. It's all yep. Come on. We need Feline oh, yeah. to be canon. Yeah, Feline, yeah. We don't have that, any Feline. That species is right. a great species. Maybe Rebels. I was surprised that they haven't been in Rebels. Yeah. And um, with in season two, they talked about the Black Sun. I mean, Black Sun is also in Clone Wars, but right. um, um, Ketsu is in... Um, she had Black Sun ties. Mm-hmm. And so maybe in the future? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's wide open. And I'm sure if they hear enough from us... You know, as fans, they'll be like, "All right, we need to put Zizor in there." <laughs> I think. Well, if, if, in we Rebel, need a, we need a hot android. In so Rebels, it goes like this, and this is how we got Thrawn. Um, they had a story. They wanted to do this Imperial leader. Yeah. And they could have created an Imperial leader, no problem. But they looked and said, "Who do we have that could fit this role?" And it got suggested that Thrawn. And so they were like, "We could do that." Yeah. And they got you know Timothy Zahn in and made it happen, and he is epic. Yeah. <laughs> he is epic. He's thrown. He is thrown. Oh, it's so good. We're gonna say it every episode. I still want no gree. I, you know, I do too. I, I would love some no gree. It makes sense. Yeah. I want them to follow. Like after everything, I want them to follow Lay around Connor. Lady Vader cracks me up. The rumor is that we're gonna get a cartoon series after Jedi, but it may be during Episode Seven. Sometime in that time frame. Yeah. So we may get some first order. You never know what we'll get in that stuff. Yeah. No. The the problem with th- I don't know I don't know if it's a problem, but because I mean I guess they're dancing around it pretty well, and it's I think it's a little easier to dance around rebels. We have seen pretty much all the major players in the rebel leadership so far. Yeah. So, so you know they've had General Dodonna, they've had Mon Mothma, Leia was in an episode, um, uh, Senator Belagan has been in a, in, a, in a few, and so. I think it'd be weird to, I don't know, I guess Hamill could come back and voice Luke. I don't know. I'm yeah. Speculation. Sure. So. I, I want, I don't care if it's a movie, an entire series, a new whole new cartoon series. I want Top Gun with X-Wings. Okay. I want Rogue Squadron novels. Okay. Or, you know, not the same storyline. But yeah, I got you. But I want I want a show about the pilots 
doing awesome dogfighting. Filoni did hint or tease the possibility of X-Wings in Season 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the Rebels re- recon- recap. That's awesome. That's great. But it's still Rebels. Right, right, right. I want... I want a wedge. I want a wedge series. That'd be cool. You know, a wedge with with Dak and Hobby and all the all the pilots that. Well, survive. they have they they have voices for Wedge and Dak uh, Hobby on the show already, so they can just move them over. Yeah, it, I you know I'm with you. I'd watch it. When I like say it takes place, you know, it takes place during the cleanup after Death Star Two. They oh crap, we've got a Star Destroyer over here with four flights of Tie Fighters. Send in, send in Wedge. I would actually squadron. like. I would. I would love a between the five and six series. And I hate to say this because we we had Rogue One, but you know, I would love to see the Bothans try to steal the stuff. Yeah, that would be fun. I would like to see the build up to. It's gonna be such a sad ending to that movie. <laughs> but it, it would be. Uh, it'd be a. I'd love to see the build up to like. To like. Um, Death Star, the Battle of Death Star. Yeah. Or see the Battle of Death Star from different perspectives. Sure. I think we may get the possibility of getting the Battle of Scarif from the Rebels' perspective because the Ghost and Hera are there. Right. And so Filoni has said <clears throat> that he would love to get that story, those stories connected. And so I would love to see a different side of that battle. Because mm-hmm. it is almost as epic as the... My favorite battle in Star Wars is the in, Endor. The right. Battle of Endor. Uh, Death Star 2 is... Nothing's greater than watching all those ties come right. at the f- Falcon. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nothing like it. There's nothing like it. No. I mean, as a kid, I mean, I was mm-hmm. just like. Um, I guess we're, we should wrap up. I, I'll save this for another episode, but I actually know we'll go a little long. I need to say it because otherwise. Yeah, we haven't talked about yeah, the so other thing you want to talk right, about. All right, so. Um, Another podcast that I listen to and I highly recommend is Toy Run. And it's uh, an action figure collecting podcast made by uh, 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 Crispy and Jake Stevens out of, um, they're in Washington State. They're in different, I think one's in Tacoma, one's outside Seattle or in Seattle. Sweet. And, um, but they're diehard Kenner Star Wars collectors and you know, they do vintage and modern they, and they go on toy runs where you know they're hitting the Walmarts and the Toys R Us and all this <laughs> other stuff. And so um, they, the license for Hasbro's toys uh, for the three and three quarter inch, which is the classic Kenner size, the one we grew up with, is going up in 2020. Mm-hmm. And so they had a, a little bit about speculating about, you know, if another company could take over, which I think is unlikely. But they're also asking, what, what would you want to see? And so there's an interesting argument between collectors about the characters that they're choosing and then the, the other one is points points of articulation so you know the toys that you and i grew up with have five points their right. arms and legs move and their head twist and that's five yep. right and you know what i hate to be like dana carvey but that was good enough for me right and we liked it, we liked it. <laughs> and we liked it in the in the last 10 or 15 years they've made making these toys they've also upped the articulation so there's some artic- there's some like crazy like 12 and 15 and 20 points of articulation yeah. on those those ninja toy or whatever <laughs> spider-man has two fingers that can come out so he can actually do the thing right. you know, well, things well, like these that is, well these are for star wars guys and so no, i know but i'm just but and then recently with the 
release of like the episode seven toys and the Rogue One toys, they went back to this, and a little bit before the Ro- the Rebels figures all have these five points, the three and three quarter inch have these five points articulations, mm-hmm. and fans of collectors are all groaning about it. And Hasbro had a really good point that. You know, they have a collector's line, the Black Series, which has more articulation, and they have also it's in three and three quarter and six inch. And but the 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 stuff on the shelves are really geared toward kids, right? Which it should be, they're toys, right? I'm not saying you shouldn't collect them. I'm just I'm just stating facts. Right. Their primary is little Susie or little Joey out there trying to get their Han Solos and Rays and whatever else they want to get. Yeah. They don't care how many elbows and stuff move. They just got, I got my lightsaber and I'm good. Yeah. I've had that argument with fans like, well, my son's five and he loves articulation. I'm like, I don't really, I don't know. Right. I don't know. You've, you've got, you've got two eight, you've, you've got two eight year old boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, the, are they action figure kids? I don't know. See, it's weird nowadays because kids are all digital now. They are. Uh, you know what? I can't, I can't say for 100% because they have, you know, giant Avengers and and all these all these toys, right. Star Wars. I mean, everything. They like the. I mean, they've got they've got big Captain Phasma, Darth Vader things right. like like what are these twelve inches, right? That literally have, have four. Like yeah. the heads don't even move. move, right? The legs barely move, and they're happy as right can be. So they're not counting like, well, this elbow doesn't move, Dad. I right. think this is stupid because, and and I'm not saying that. Collectors' kids don't, but you know, because their imagination, they do what right. they want with it, just like we did. Um, and I think, honestly, Minecraft has helped with that, right? Because the Minecraft has two points of articulation; <laughs> their arms swing, right? right. <laughs> so, so they're not expecting. Now, it's different though. Star Wars, I was okay with five, but when uh, GI Joe, right? GI Joe come out when they started swiveling the wrists, right? And you could the elbows and you could actually hold the guns like the guns were supposed to be held that right. was a big deal that was a big deal i'm not knocking it but i'm just saying i'm not personally on the five poa versus super articulation ar- ar- uh, argument i don't care right i, I don't either, uh, i think there's a great quote at the beginning of toy run and from the, one of their interviews is the one guy says look i'm happy to have a character, regardless if it's five PA, or I'm just happy to have it. I'm yeah. that guy. I'm, yeah. you know, I I don't collect a lot of the, the toys, the three and three quarter inch. I, I I love the Star Wars Rebels because I collect all Rebel stuff. Right. Those guys only have. Five. I'm like, okay, that's cool. They just move their arms. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I digress to, uh, to the larger point, however. <clears throat> so, excuse me. They 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 asked for submissions and and emails and stuff about speculating about the future of Hasbro, mm-hmm. and so I sent in a nice little two-minute segment. I recorded it and sent it in, and they played it. Yeah. And my point was, I think it's time for Hasbro to get on board with a subscription service, much like Loot Crate or Funko's Smuggler's Box. Or, yeah. You know, and, um, and do it this way. I suggested that they do a fan poll because what... F- Fans want this would be fan oriented. I mean, right? Not as you know, this I th- not exclusive to fans, but fans would buy this over children. So you, you have your kids in a toy aisle. Mm-hmm. You have your collector service this way, and so you do a fan poll. You do the top six of the fan poll, and that's where you get the rare figures that they're just not going to make. It's not like the old days. Kenner made a ton of guys, 
<clears throat> yes. I mean, come on. We had Walrus Man and Hammerhead. Yak Face. Yak Face. Well, no, I didn't have a Yak Face. Well, <laughs> we as a community, not like. Not in this country. <laughs> what? Yak Face was only released overseas. Was he? Yeah. That's why he's so expensive. So, anyway, he was made. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm just saying. I just don't know. I, but you know, Snaggletooth. Snaggletooth. That, maybe that's, that's the one I was thinking so of. So, anybody who's like in the background, they had a guy for. Hell, General, General Maydeen right. has a figure, who and he comes with a white remote with a stick. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Akbar, who had lines, you know, like in moral lines, has the worst weapon yeah. in the world is a black weird baton. Yeah. That I don't know. He never, A, had in the movie. B, I don't know what it does. <laughs> uh, and I don't want to speculate. But, and every, like, there were two, I think there were two weak ways. There was like a, him and his yeah. skiff outfit. Yep. Anyway, what I'm saying was there was a lot of, there, Kenner was like, that guy's in the background. Let's make that guy. <laughs> They're not doing that as much anymore because I think the, the, the toy market has changed. Mm-hmm. Kids are more digital. Right. And so, you know, they put out the major characters or what stuff they could get. There's a couple of side stuff that you get in the, like Force Awakens had uh, Constable Zuvio. Right, you you make that face like who's that? Yeah, but when Kenner got the early whatever Lucasfilm allowed, allowed them to have production photos and whatever to make these toys because they definitely didn't give them a script or like, here watch this movie. Now they didn't right. do that. They were like, here's what we're willing to give you to make start making toys. We'll give it as more. That's why there's no Jedi Master Luke because that was the big secret. Right. Um, but uh, Uncar plot they made uh, Constable Zuvia, who was a guy who had like was supposed to have a bigger part. They cut down to like a he's just one of the guys that tries to capture Ray when she's and BB-8. Yeah, but he had a, supposed to have a bigger part, and and then I think the only other weird one that they've made that was big was the um, so when Finn goes to leave. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank. What's her face's bar? Uh, Moscanada's bar. Yeah. It's late. Forgive me. <laughs> um, Moscanada's bar. He meets the the giant guy and the other guy in the red mask. Yeah. They have names. I don't know them off the top of my head because I wasn't planning on talking to them. Well, that, they're like pirates and a first mate and stuff. Yeah. They made a whole backstory. They made figures for those guys. Those guys are in it for like a minute. Right. <laughs> or 40 seconds or less. They got toys. They're not doing as many of those figures. Now they're doing like Rogue One doesn't have hardly any of those guys. Rogue One has mostly stormtroopers, all the variety of all the flavors of stormtroopers in the right. world. Um, the Baskin Robbins. Uh, they had Jen Erso in every outfit that she wore or did not wear. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, that I think there's two Cassians. I think there's a Bodie. I mean, there's like and K two S O. Right. And all the all the meat characters collectors because Kenner has created this atmosphere of you can get what you want because we'll make it right want the guy who's in the background or and there's ton of like there's the Moscanada's bar there's a ton of aliens they haven't made yet yeah fans want them the collectors want there's the the three mosquito sisters they're like we gotta have that i'm like why would you even want because it doesn't exist they that's kind of their mentality they want it because it doesn't exist yeah and so um i think a subscription box would allow them to have these people so you do fan polls and say look the top six will make every other month yeah and so you can do um 
I suggest depending on price point, you could do six inches and the three and three quarter inch. Everyone wins. Yeah. But I've been getting hate mail. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I also suggested like t-shirts and pins and stuff. I got I was getting hate mail for that too. Be like, no, we want figures and only toys. And I'm like. <laughs> You may. I, I would like other. I would love to have like a Kenner shirt with like a, you know, I don't know, Haunted Carbonite or a Forlom or something like an. I would. I'd dig it. I'd wear right, it. Right. Right. That'd be cool. So that was my. You know, that was my kind of thing. I've I, I suggested. So, but I'm getting like. I, I, don't, I don't. I've exaggerated. I'm not getting hate mail, but I'm getting like. People are like, you're, you're dumb. You're, you're <laughs> dumb. I just want toys and. I want toys too, but yeah, and I, I think it'd be fun to try to get my favorite guy. Personally, honestly, on my list, um, they put Leia in. They made a, Le- a Rebels version of Leia, mm-hmm. and she's great. It's a great looking figure. Yeah. I want the Rebels version of Lando. Yeah, he's in a cool outfit. I would yeah. love that. Can't maybe give him a puffer pig as a as an accessory. Right. <laughs> uh, see, that's the stuff I would want. Yeah, never get it, but yeah, vote. <laughs> they would do this. Do the, do like that. Hasbro's listening to me. But uh, I'll tell you one thing. I will bring it up, though. Uh, Hasbro's going to be there. Okay. I'm going to talk to Hasbro. Just talk to him direct. Just say, hey, guys, make me a puffer pig. Make me a puffer pig. I would like a puffer. <gasps> I could cosplay. You be Lando next time. I'll and you'd be, be the, the puffer, puffer pig. pig. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. I, you know what? I, I was going to go with another point, but I think we should end the show right there. <laughs> I can't top that. <laughs> I cannot. Sorry. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scotty White. You can get everything we do at ScottyWhite.com. Yes, I'm vain. It's my company. <laughs> Boom. You can, you can follow the Jedi Master at uh, at JD underscore Vertrees. <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> Man, a few words. <laughs> or at JD underscore Vertrees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours, and may the force be with you. I knew you were going to say that. You should be saying that. You're the Jedi. <laughs> you started it. Wotagoto Jedi. <laughs>